Chris, 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 Chris. Hey. I don't know if you heard this. Megan Kelly, remember she was the one that Trump criticized? Mm-hmm. Big Fox News personality. Yep, she's now moved on to NBC. Oh. Is that a move up? Uh, you know, she's on the big network now, the big, uh, n- not everyone gets Fox, and uh, I don't think you have a choice but to get NBC when you're in the I think it is United a move States. up. I think it is a move up. Um, so she's moving on to uh, Megan Kelly going to NBC. That's some breaking news for you. I just got a little something in my throat. Maybe I'm catching what staff had. Um, this is also uh, interesting. Uh, the uh, movies are doing really well at the box office this year. I have not seen a movie since Star Trek Reboot. When was that, Chris Creston? 2009. Wow, that's a long time. Wow, seven years I haven't been to a movie theater? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a long time. I haven't seen a movie since Rogue One, and I just saw it in uh, a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah, did you like it? I really liked Rogue One. It was pretty good. Was it the best Star Trek? Hey, I, I had Andy Burkowski on the show when I was uh, filling in for you, and he was uh, telling me about it. He had seen a uh, pre-release uh, with all the critics and all the big head people and uh, said that it was the best Star Wars movie. And I really feel like it's, it, you know, it, it will it have the sort of impact that the, the very first one had on cinema? No. But it uh, when it came to just a complete story with a lot of heart and also a, a lot of uh, adventure. I thought it was it was really the most complete Star Wars movie. I heard it had too many characters from only one person. Everybody else is saying there it's great. There are a lot of characters, but um, they have a way of um, disappearing as you go along because it's sort of like a road film. You know, you encounter someone, you pick them up, you might drop someone else off. Pee-wee's Big the way. Adventure, like Pee-wee's Big Adventure or Wizard of Oz or something. <laughs> Large March. At some point along the way, uh, by the end of the movie, there are less characters. Let me put it that way. Well, listen, it uh, has been a top box office hit since its release three weeks ago. Brought in four hundred and eight point two million by year end, topping uh, the list, except for one movie topped it. You know which movie did better at the box office? This one. I suffer from short term memory loss. It runs in my family. At least I think it does. Where are they? Finding Dory with Ellen DeGeneres. It's a Disney animated film brought in $486.3 million. And it's a sequel. Yeah. And uh, I think it did better than the original, didn't it? It's uh, it's it's incredible. So the North American box office achieved $11.4 billion U.S. in ticket sales in 2006, topping the previous record set in 2015. Apparently, um, Rogue One was number two, Captain America Civil War number three, The Secret Life of Pets number four, and The Jungle Book. At number uh, five, so a lot two. Of kids movies. Yeah, you know what? People are just slaves to those little things. <laughs> you those bring, little germ factories. You gotta find something to do with the, the kids. Take them to the movies, and it's fun experience for the family too. They're saying that a lot of the higher ticket prices, or the uh, one of the reasons for having a lot of revenue this year, was uh, 3D IMAX and other special formats you raised that uh, price. And I was so distracted every time I go see a movie in 3D. I get distracted by it. And I don't really see it. And then I, I wait until it comes out on Blu-ray or Netflix so I can go and watch it at home you mean you with get, normal eyes. You get distracted by the, by the 3D. special effects? I just can't. I can't. I don't see it. It doesn't. So you don't. The story does not connect. It, it doesn't. I'm just. There's too much of clutter going on. And I'm wearing those glasses. And I'm, I'm just not into it. I'm taken out of the experience. So like when I saw Star Trek Beyond earlier in the year, big science fiction action movie, I felt cheated by the fact that I saw it in 3D. So when I went to see Rogue One, I said, no, I'm watching the ordinary 2D version and 
I was captivated by the story. You are truly a freak. I wonder if anyone else feels that way. No, 3D is garbage. 3D is a waste <laughs> of money. And the only reason why we yeah. all see it is because they act like it's better than what 2D offers. And it's really not. It's a gimmick. All right. Good to know. Thank you for that, Chris Creston. You're very passionate about your entertainment today, I have to say. I've been... I've been entertaining myself for the last two weeks. So yeah, you're entertaining I, us I, now. I'm, so, uh, I'm thrilled and enthralled and disappointed and angry. All right. Uh, President-elect Trump, one of my favorite topics. Very entertaining. Begrudgingly. Fellow. Yes. Uh, he envisions a scaled-down use of technology within his presidency. Here's what he had to say. I, I believe he was wearing a, tux, a tuxedo. I believe he was probably at a New Year's celebration uh, being interviewed because you can hear a lot of uh, music in the background. I think it's unfair if they don't know, and I know a lot about hacking, and hacking is a very hard thing to prove, so it could be somebody else. And I also know things that other people don't know, and so they cannot be sure of the situation. Typical Trump. I mean, it just strings some words together that don't seem to mean anything in his sentence, but he puts pauses in there, and then you're confused, and you can't remember what question you asked. I believe that was about the fact that, you know, uh, there there are theories that the Russians have hacked into the elections. And, and I just love that he leaves that sort of thing hanging there. There are things that I know that other people don't know, and I'm sure there are things that now he's privy to security briefings if he attends them, and then he he's able to... To understand it, but more than the CIA, I'm not but sure. But he doesn't do daily security briefings. I mean, the guy is, uh, well, he's a, he is a freak of nature. Uh, here's uh, what else he said. You know, if you have something really important, write it out and have it delivered by courier the old-fashioned way. Because I'll tell you what, no computer is safe. I don't care what they say. No computer is safe. I have a boy who's 10 years old. He can do anything with a computer. Uh, something to really go without detection, write it out and have it sent by courier. That's the way I feel. Better yet, Pony Express. <laughs> uh, this is a guy who uses Twitter at three o'clock in the morning. So I don't, this is but my problem with Trump. Those things aren't really important. Those aren't secrets. Those it's are out true. in the open. So he's saying, if you got to keep a secret, write it down, write on, a piece it down of paper. on a piece of paper and then send it with a, a pigeon or something. Is this the man that's going to be running the free world? Well, hey, the free world got along just fine with that sort of system for for a long time. Yeah, but we don't live in that system <laughs> we anymore. We don't. Information's immediate, and if you have immediate information, you have an advantage over everyone else. So it's the security that you need to focus on, and avoiding immediate information, if, if avoiding the internet isn't, I don't, I don't think, is necessarily the answer. Hey, it worked on Battlestar Galactica, though. No networks allowed and the Cylons weren't able to. I can't remember that, but I do say if you're looking for a new series, yeah. the OA may not be a oh, good oh. one, but Battlestar Galactica was fantastic. Okay. And it was shot in Vancouver. I thought that was good. You didn't think the reboot of Battlestar? Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to just talk quickly about uh, Sherlock Holmes star Benedict Cumberbatch. The, how's this for delayed nepotism? Sherlock, uh, star, Sherlock Holmes star Benedict Cumberbatch directly related to the man who created his on-screen character around 130 years ago. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle? Absolutely. They are 16 cousins, 16th cousins twice removed, according to uh, people that did a study on their ancestry. The common ancestor is of John of Gaunt, the Duke of Lancaster and son of the 14th century King Edward III of England. Gaunt is Cumberbatch's 17th great-grandfather and Doyle's 15th great-grandfather, living between 1340 and 1399. That's incredible. They said they looked at everything from church records to uh, 
records of christenings and burials to census, uh, newspaper announcements, land deeds and tombstones. And when we confirmed Benedict's connection to British royalty, we tapped into the well-established genealogies that opened up a lot of interesting possibilities. By the way, after a three-year hiatus, Sherlock returned for its fourth season on PBS. Have you watched that? I have watched uh, parts of the first season and really enjoyed it. It's it it. Takes all, it takes a lot of your attention. You've got to give it your undivided attention to really follow. I along. thought it was good, but you know when you take breaks for three years, too long. I'm no, bored but now. No, it's good. Hey, I'm no, both of those things. actors, um, Benedict Cumberbatch and, and the, Freeman, uh, yeah. who uh, Martin Freeman from from Fargo and uh, the original Office, just really really strong actors and they've been busy making movies so go ahead go ahead take a break and come back i don't mind they are uh definitely good actors 